Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, April the 23rd, and as always, there's a lot to get to in the world of sports. We're going to be talking about the Rays hosting the dreaded Red Sox this weekend, the Lightning with their playoff push, some NBA playoffs, and other sporting news as well. Go to JimmyBSports.com, shoot me an email, let me know what you want to talk about, or you can call at 877-448-790. We'll be right back to start the show on Power 90.1. It's Munster Crush Mania, Friday, April 29th through Sunday, May 1st at the Hillsborough County Fairgrounds in Dover. Massive Munster Trucks, Globe of Death, new mini Munster Trucks, Human Cannonball, and more. It's fun for the entire family. Don't miss out on all this new Munster Crush Mania. See some of the world's most daring Munster truck drivers and daredevil performers in action. Text CRUSH to 64600 for your chance to win a pair of free adult tickets from Power 90.1. That's the keyword crush to 64600 to win. Predator, Bootlegger, County Mountain, Full Bore, and Venom. It's a full evening of non-stop excitement and thrills for the entire family. Visit Power901.com for free children's tickets when accompanied by an adult. It's Monster Crush Mania. Friday, April 29th through Sunday, May 1st at the Hillsborough County Fairgrounds in Dover. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Hope your weekend's off to a great start and that you had a tremendous week. Steven Stamkos had a tremendous week. He became the all-time leading scorer for the Tampa Bay Lightning on Thursday night with an 8-1 victory over the Toronto Maple Leafs. 954 total points is what Stammer has now. He surpassed Marty St. Louis in that game, and what an accomplishment. And, of course, he's one of the all-time great players, uh, not just for the Lightning, but for hockey in general. If you remember, he... um, a lot of pressure to go as a um, Toronto fan growing up there, like he did. A lot of people wanted him to go to one of the Canadian teams, especially Toronto, but he chose to come here to the Lightning, and everyone's better off for it, especially us fans. If it wasn't for him, I don't believe that we would be in the position that we are to be trying to make it three cups in a row in a short time here so uh, again congratulations to uh, Steven his career here has been outstanding and there's more work to be done so Thursday night if you saw any of the game you had to be happy with the way the team looked especially after a couple lackadaisical weeks Uh, the, the chemistry seemed to be there in this game, the team was pressuring um, pressuring the puck all over the ice. They didn't make any mistakes, or as many mistakes, I should say, as they have in the past month. They were playing their style within their system, it appeared to me, with some tight checking. Um, and if you looked, we really pushed them around. We got the sticks on the pucks that we needed to. And more importantly, I saw a, a high level of intensity. 
Uh, they were playing as though it was a playoff game uh, because Toronto had beaten us the last time and we wanted to make sure going into the playoffs, especially against a team that most likely we'll see in the first round uh, to give them uh, a message saying that we're, we're ready for you. So Toronto, I believe, even though they're um, higher up in the standings, I don't think they have the team that the Lightning have. They're a little bit soft in many ways. Uh, we beat them without Braden Point. Uh, no, they did not have um, Austin Matthews as well for uh, for their side. But nonetheless, we went out there and, and we outshot them after the second and third periods. First period, we got outshot 14-7. Patty Maroon out there. Uh, he and Simmons were exchanging some pleasantries along the way. Um, Sorelli. Uh, was out there as well. He, he kind of took a shot, but nonetheless, the team at the end of the game, eight goals for us, one for them. We'll take the win and, and keep on going. Uh, many guys scored for us, not going to mention them all, but it was a great team win. Um, Ward has it. There may have been a team players only meeting before the game. Um, if that's the case, whatever was said, I'm sure some things were uh, mentioned to be able to um, take it as a playoff game, if you will, to go out there with the intensity that you need. And when the lightning press that switch, like we talked about all year, there isn't anyone that wants to play us in the playoffs in a seven-game series. So um, it's going to be a, a great final week here and then the playoffs start, of course. And I think that I, I wanted to um, break down a little bit the eastern, at least the eastern side of who it looks like uh, will be playing the eight teams in each conference. Of course, like I mentioned, we're going to be playing Toronto. Um, season series is tied at, at two games apiece this year. So uh, who has the advantage there? Well, I would say the team that won the last game has the advantage, which would be us as of Thursday night with that 8-1 to victory. So um, if you look at that, that's going to be a game, uh, again, a series where but the team that makes the least amount of errors is going to be able to come out ahead of everything. We're going to be able to score the points. We're going to be able to go out there and um, make sure that we uh, do what we have to on the offensive end of the ice. But the defensive end, you no, know, protecting the net, helping Vasilevsky there between the pipes, making sure that we're doing what we have to, forechecking, making sure that um, we're making the smart plays, no errors in their end of the zone. All those things, the little things that actually are the big things in the playoffs. And we have that experience, and this is where the experience comes in. This is where you're going to see players like Stamkos, players like Hedman, players like Kucherov, uh, all those guys point as well with the experience now coming into play. And they're out here trying to do one thing and one thing only, one game at a time, one series at a time, survive and advance to the next round. And I'll tell you what, these guys, uh, we had a, a season where we had to overcome a lot of uh, no players being gone, honestly, after free agency and, and everything. We had a pretty much, we were lucky to keep the core that we had, but we had to really gel with some other players, which we did. And hats off to them. They made it uh, not always easy to do, but they did. And those people that I mentioned, you know, Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, don't forget, these guys took less 
money to be able to still play here because they want to win another cup. And if you look at some of the teams across the across the league, not just in the NHL, but across all of all of sports, more times than not, you'll see players uh, after they get to a certain point where money isn't the key factor. They they want to be able to go out there and win a championship, whatever the championship is on that in that sport, whether it's the Lombardi Trophy, the Stanley Cup, uh, whatever it might be. And that's something that once Stamkos took a salary cut uh, several years ago. He took less money. All of a sudden, Kucherov does the same thing. Then Hedman did it. Then Point did it. So do you see what the, do you see the trend? These, these guys to be able to maintain the chemistry that's needed to win a grueling playoff series in a Stanley Cup, they're willing to take less money to go out there and play with the guys that they've been in the trenches with for the last several years. Um, you know, I, again, I go back to Stamkos, 30 four goals this year he's leading the team so it's not as though that no he's in his waning years as a player he's probably having one of his best years ever so when you go out there and you put these team together i'm telling you in the playoffs when we push that switch we're going to be very very hard to beat and everyone's going to be shooting for us all year long like you've seen during the regular season when you're the best teams get amped up more to go out there and play their best against you that's just um you know the natural inclination of how it is but then once the playoffs start and you know we're, we're pretty healthy right now and i cannot wait for the uh the playoffs to start would love to hear your thoughts 877-448-7901 or go to jimmybsports.com let me know if you watched the game what your thoughts were uh were you happy to see the way that the team played and uh do you feel as though we're gonna have success in the playoffs i mentioned that we'll be playing Toronto, it looks like. Florida will be playing Washington. That's going to be a great series. Uh, if they can both lose, that would be fine with me. Then you have the other um, Eastern Carolina will be playing Boston. And you'll have the Rangers and Pittsburgh rounding out the uh, top eight teams in the East. On the other coast, you're going to have Calgary playing Nashville. Edmonton against the Kings of Los Angeles. Colorado and Dallas and then Minnesota and St. Louis. So that looks like the playoff teams right now. And I think that as we start the playoffs, we'll be talking more about some matchups, which teams we match up well against, which teams uh, may be a little bit more difficult. But when it comes down to it, it's a long, grueling seven-game series, and I like our chances against any of them. Let me know what you think. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Before we talk about the Rays, we want to touch a little bit. We talked about how the Lightning players, Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, 
uh, point, restructured their contracts to be able to stay here in Tampa and play. Um, Tom Brady just did the same thing in the last 24 hours. Um, he restructured his contract, saving and freeing up about uh, $9 million in salary cap space. Uh, it's definitely at a time the Bucks could use it because we still have to sign possibly the Dominic Sue and uh, of course Gronkowski's out there. We're going to need about $3 million for the uh, 2022 draft picks that will be coming up shortly. So you know, there you go again. Brady, a player who has, you know, won every accolade out there that he could possibly win, freeing up some money by reducing uh, his contract salary to be able to go out there and put the team around him, which he knows is so important. Again, that chemistry, having the players around you, it's not all about the the, the dollars and cents. Sometimes, you now, if it makes dollars, then it makes sense. But other times, it's about doing what you have to do to be able to put the players in the positions that they need to to be able to go out there and accomplish your goal. And with Tom Brady, the only goal he has each and every year is winning the Super Bowl. It's not about personal goals. It's not about um, putting any more trophies on his mantle except for that Super Bowl trophy. So uh, that's what he's all about, and that's why he is who he is. I, I, talking about the, the Rays right now, we're still talking for some public funding for the Rays. Um, is it going to be public or private? We're still trying to get that stadium built. It looks like, from what I'm understanding, it's about a 50-50 uh, split of the Hillsborough County being able to fund any new stadium that they're talking about. And if that's the case, if it is going to be that 50-50 split, then I do feel as though Major League Baseball is going to put some pressure on um, Sternberg to get this deal done. You hear talk about Nashville, uh, possibly Oakland looking to move to Las Vegas. Um, is it an expansion market for Nashville? Whatever it might be. So this, the situation is this. The Rays need the new stadium. There isn't any way around it because I've said many times on this show and in other places that the Rays have the worst stadium in the worst location. So and, and you just talk about, and is that why people don't go more to the games? Well, that's part of it. That's part of it. Another part of it is that they keep on raising the prices. Look at the difference in prices be between going to a Lightning game and going to a Rays game. Uh, I'll let you do the math. You look online. Look how much it would cost. It would be, if you had a family, you want to take two kids and go to the game, you're talking about, you know, three, four hundred, maybe even more than that, going to a Rays game. And those seats may not even be, um, you know, the best seats that we're talking about. So the Rays should be lowering prices, getting more fans to go to the game, getting more momentum, getting ready for that new stadium and getting fans showing the, the ownership that this is a baseball area down here. I mean, the Rays organization, they make a bucket full of money. The revenue sharing that goes on, um, you know, for, for, for the Rays ownership there, Less people that go to the games, that means that there's less people that Sternberg has to staff there at the stadium. So he's making his share of money. Um, it's not a very 
fan-friendly stadium, in my opinion. And quite honestly, you're not going to go out there and get players that want to come here. Those elite players, they don't want to come here and hit. It's not a good hitting Stadium. They don't want to go. They have all those rings, the A ring, B ring, C ring, um, up there in, in the rafters and top of the dome. Um, you're not going to get the players to come here. And if you if you think about it, you look at what the Lightning do off the field, uh, even a lot of Bucks, what they do off the field. You don't see a lot of race players. Where's the where's the fan outreach, if you will? Where's the where's the seminars? Where's the you know going to the uh, you know, baseball fields. I just don't see, maybe it's out there, but I don't happen to see a lot of it from the Rays. It's just run a different way. Um, if you looked in the beginning when Vinick took over the Lightning, they were, you know, they lowered their prices to get fans to go to Amelie to see the team play. They created a, a family atmosphere. They've created a friendly atmosphere, not just for the fans, but for the, the players as well. That's why these people want to stay and play. So um, I don't want to dwell too much on, on the new stadium because it's not here yet, but we will be talking more about it all the time. I do think it's important to keep your eye on what's going on with some legal proceedings with Sternberg and his partners, a couple lawsuits out there like we talked about. So there'll be more about that. Just stay tuned. On the field, you know, seven and six going into the weekend. All we need to do is really stay in the hunt right now. Uh, season just started, obviously. It's a very, very strong division. When you have Toronto, when you have the Yankees, Boston, us, um, throw Baltimore in there to you know, win some games, I, I think that it's probably the toughest division in baseball. And when you have a team like the Red Sox coming to town this weekend, I really hope that the people show up, fans show up to go to the games. Uh, a lot of times when you have the Yankees or the Red Sox in town, you go to the game, it's it's a split 50-50 of fans from oh, the Boston and fans from New York. And that's something that as a diehard race fan, it's hard to see. It's hard to uh, understand that coming from a area up up north northeast the philadelphia area you don't see that in in philly you don't see that in boston you don't see that in new york they have a home game there is no questioning who the home team is um down here if um if you were blind and you went to a game there'd be some points in the game with those two teams come down here that you'd have to question who's the home team and who's not so we'll be playing the red sox i think 18 or 19 times this year we're going to be seeing them a lot the red sox can definitely rake it's going to be a tough uh series whether it's this one or the next one for us so like i said stay in the hunt uh, we need to get the bats going a little bit better. When we lose people like Cruz, we lost Wendell, we lost Meadows and his 100-plus RBIs. Um, that, that's tough. That's a tough uh, hole to fill. But I really think that you know, Lau is going to start hitting a little bit better. He seems to be putting things into place right now. You know, a Rosarina, he's going to get in track. I think that... You know, once he's figuring out how to go to the opposite field sometimes, that's going to definitely help his output. And, uh, you know, Franco is Franco. I, I would have to say that right now he's probably in the top five players in, in all of Major League Baseball. Um, I don't understand him not being in the lineup every day. Uh, but then again, there are some things that I just don't understand. The, the, the coaching mindset of 
of, of cash, but you no know, manager of the year, manager of the year again, can't question what he's doing because it's working. But I, like I said, I don't always understand it. So I think that uh, Choi, Zanino, uh, those guys are going to be hitting. Uh, Josh Lowe, they really like him. I think that once he gets more comfortable, you're going to see him come into his own and uh, really make some inroads into the lineup. So the pitching, the pitching is, you know, if you look over the, the past several years, our bullpen and our defense have been the two mainstays of what is our success has been throughout uh, the last several seasons. So this year, um, the pitching, you know, Kiteridge in the bullpen, he's probably one of the best people coming in right now. He makes more guys swing and miss than almost anyone in the majors. So, you know, look at some stats on him. We have Nick Anderson, Fairbanks are coming back after some injuries. Um, what we do, I know last week I said, let the starters start, let them, you know, not burn through the bullpen. The formula that the Rays have used over the years is utilize that bullpen, utilize it. No, the third, fourth rotation is typically a uh, starter from the bullpen coming in. So um, I think you're going to see more of the starting pitchers this weekend. We have McClanahan and Kluber going for us, two of the best on our team. It'll be interesting to see how far into the game Cash lets them go. But uh, all things considered, right now, after the first 13 games or so, I think that you, you've seen some good things with the Rays. You've seen some things that need some attention. And we got to keep them healthy. Don't forget, the analytics out there is meant to be able to keep these starters, keep the players from not getting hurt. So maybe when I see players not getting hurt as often, I'll warm up to some more of the analytics. But in the meantime, you know, go Rays. Let's have a great weekend against the Sox. Number here, 877-448-7901. Go to jimmybsports.com. Let me know your thoughts. We'll be right back to continue the show on Power 90.1. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Call now. 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. You are in the gymnasium. I want to take a quick email here. Jay from Plant City writes to me. Says, Jimmy B, you mentioned in the last segment about... 
opposing teams showing up down here for Tampa sports, whether it be the Red Sox, the Yankees, or Detroit coming to see the Lightning play, or perhaps Pittsburgh fans at Raymond James. Which team do you think it affects the most, the Bucks, the Lightning, or the Rays? Wow, that's a great question. Thanks, Jay. Um, if you look at the whole thing, I would have to say it would affect the Rays the most because there are fewer fans in the top than there are at a typical Lightning game or a typical Bucks game. Uh, for the most part, the Lightning sell out every game. Um, the, the Buccaneers, pretty much the same thing. So, yes, you do get a lot of fans from, uh, whether it be Pittsburgh coming down, Green Bay fans down here, um, New York fans. And, yes, they do go to the games. You see a lot of their jerseys in the stands. If you're talking about the uh, Lightning, you will see you no know, Red Wings fans. You'll see a lot of Jersey fans, Philly fans, um, everything across the board, but not as many as you'll see uh, at the trop when the Yankees or the Red Sox come down it's um you know it's it's split almost 50-50 in my opinion for that sport so that's a great email Jay thank you um uh hope to hear from you again talking about Jay uh Jay Wright from Villanova after 21 seasons He's decided to retire this week. Um, he led Villanova to two national championships, four Final Fours. Um, I believe he's a Naismith Memorial Hall of Famer. And he's got a top 20 team lined up to come back this year. So why would he retire? Um, I think there's a couple of reasons why he's going to retire. For the same reason that um, Roy Williams, Krzyzewski, uh Mark Turgeon, if you will, from Maryland. Chris Mack from Louisville. Those two guys quit during the season. Uh, of course, you know, Krzyzewski had that uh, goodbye tour. Roy Williams' last year. And now Jay Wright. Now, those three, Williams, Krzyzewski, and Wright, within 13 months, they all decided to retire. Here's what I think is going on. Um, yeah, no, Jay Wright's 60 years old. He definitely not much more than he can do. Olympic uh, coach with great success. Uh, everything. I Actually, Jay Wright's story, I had the um, um, privilege of playing against him when he played at Bucknell for the Bison up there. Not like Coleman would play them uh, every year before the conference uh, game started. And I got to play against Jay a couple times up there um, in Lewistown. So, uh, nice guy. I don't remember him that well. It was, of course, about 40 years ago. But nonetheless, uh, that's my Jay Wright story. Uh, reasons why he's leaving. For the same reason the other guys are leaving. Number one, I'll tell you, name, image, and likeness, in my opinion. There's a lot of changes going on in NCAA basketball and NCAA sports in general right now. And name, image, and likeness is one of them that is really changing the landscape of uh, coaching, coaching in general. So uh, the, the transfer portal, although the one-time transfer waiver is something else that I believe is really causing issues and problems and you know, for coaches to be able to have to deal with the transfer portal, with the name, image, and likeness, um, the social media, that's another thing that they didn't have years ago that I think is really another uh, 
burden, if you will, for a coach to have to go out there and, and, and handle that on top of the X's and O's and on top of the recruiting. So all these are complex and, and they're really, I think, unappealing to coaches out there these days. And you've seen some of the guys that have been around for a while that have, you know, quite honestly, had great careers like the ones we mentioned, uh, coaching careers and, you know, uh, great incomes along the way. And they're going to decide to retire earlier rather than later because of these things. I'd love to hear your you know, thoughts on that. I, I think that those uh, those issues are really going to come into play and you're going to see more coaches deciding to um, you know, hang it up. Now, there's a lot of people looking to fill their uh, steps right away. They won't be vacant for long, but you're going to see some names, big names, I think, walking away. So um, good luck to Jay. Thank you for everything. Uh, over the last 21 seasons, you're, uh, you've been a class act the whole way through and wish you and your family nothing but uh, success in retirement. If you stay retired, who knows? Uh, anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA. There are playoffs going on right now in a major sport, and that would be the NBA playoffs. Uh, you have the Miami Heat playing the Atlanta Hawks in the East right now. The Heat have a 2-0 lead in that series. I think if you look at Jimmy Butler, when it comes time to play, Jimmy Buckets is uh, one of the best up there and given his team a 2-0 lead coming into the games this weekend. Miami's a one seed. Atlanta's the eighth seed. In another series, you have the Celtics, which is a two seed, playing against Brooklyn, uh, who's a seventh seed. They had to, they had to survive the play-in game. And I think if you look at that series, a lot of people thought that Brooklyn would end up winning that series because you have... Um, Kevin Durant, you have Kyrie Irving. Uh, as of right now, though, the Celtics are finding a way to really body up on Durant. They pretty much forced him into a lot of shots that he missed in games one and two. Uh, Irving had a great first game, not so great second game. Don't know how much of that is uh, attributed to his Ramadan fasting where you can't eat for 13 hours during the day. That has to affect your production. Uh, so we're going to see that's going to be prevalent uh, through the end of the month. So if they keep on playing, it's going to be an issue with him, I believe. We'll see what happens. But the Celtics have a two-game-to-none lead in that series. The Bucs uh, and the Bulls. The Bucs are a three-seed. Of course, they're the uh, reigning champions in the NBA from last year. And the Bulls right now are a six-seed. That series is split one-to-one. -one. It's going to be a lot closer than people thought, only because uh, Chris Middleton is going to be out now for uh, at least a month, if not longer, for the Bucks, so with him being gone, I believe that the Bucks are just an average team right now, and Chicago really plays um, some good defense. And I think that it's going to be a series. I, I think that Milwaukee will probably win it at the end, but it's going to be a lot closer than some people thought. The other uh, matchup is the Sixers as a four seed and Toronto as a five seed. Right now, the Sixers are in command of that series, three games to none. Uh, they'll be playing again today of uh, game four. Embiid might be a little bit banged up with his thumb, but, um, you know, the good thing about the Sixers, if you're a Sixers fan, you have Harden on the team. Harden doesn't have to play as well. There's not as much pressure on him. And as you know, he doesn't really like the pressure from previous years. But with um, Tyrese Maxey out there playing well and... Um, 
when he's playing well, he's only 19, uh, 21 years old. So he's out there having coming into his own. And I think that with him playing well, it takes the pressure off of Harden, lets Embiid do what he needs to do. So uh, obviously, I think the Sixers will win that series and then um, move on from there. You have in the Western side of things, you have Phoenix playing the Pelicans. That series ironically is tied one game apiece as well and a lot of people thought that the Suns are the best team in the West um, I was one of them that thought that and again the uh, injury bug tripped up Devin Booker likely to miss um, uh, at least two games games three and four for Phoenix so uh, I do think that's something to keep your eye on um, Phoenix should have enough to be able to win that series but uh, with one of their star players and I mean he's one of the best in the league Booker so we're going to see what happens other players will have to step up Memphis and Minnesota uh, Memphis leads that series two games to one I think that John Moran and the team there are really coming into their own during playoff time and they may be uh, one of the favorites now in the West if Phoenix can't survive that injury to Booker the other team that's um not surprising, but surprisingly playing as well as they are is Golden State. They're um, winning that uh, series three games to zero, and it looks as though it's going to be a matchup between uh, Golden State and maybe uh, maybe Memphis. Who knows? Um, it's what it could be. Anyway, that's the playoff series. Would love to hear your thoughts, and if you follow the NBA, and if you if so who you um, like in both the East and the West, jimmybsports.com, let me know. Good fight this weekend. Fury um, is fighting White. I believe that's uh, later on this afternoon, about 2 o'clock. Should be a good fight if you're a boxing fan. Unfortunately, guys, that's all the time that we have. It always goes by uh, too quick. But if you have any comments, please let me know. JimmyBSports.com, the number 877-448-7901. If you get a chance, get out to the trough this weekend. Cheer on the Rays uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, keep your eye on the Lightning. They're on the right track right now. And as always... Stay vigilant, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next week in the Jimmy B Sports Show. You have been in the gymnasium. Have a great weekend, guys.